Welcome back to The Daily Poem, which is produced by Goldberry Studios. I'm David Kern, and today is Wednesday, April 27th, 2022. And today's poem is by Seamus Heaney, one of my favorite poets. He, of course, is an Irish poet, playwright, and translator who received the 1995 Nobel Prize in Literature and lived from April 13th to 1939 to August of 2013. Not that I ever need an excuse to share a Seamus Heaney poem, but his birthday being in April makes it almost a necessity. So I wanted to share a poem that is uh, a little less known, one is, you know, lesser known compared to a lot of his other work. It's called Three Piece. It's not surprisingly a three-part poem. It was originally published in 1997 in Poetry Magazine. It goes like this. One, a suit. I'll make you one, he said, and balance it perfectly on you. And I could almost feel the plumb line of the crease tweed hit my heel, my shoulders like a spar or a riding scale under the jacket. My whole shape realigned in ways that suited me down to the ground. So although a suit was the last thing that I needed, I wore his words and told him that I'd take it and told myself it was going for a song. Two. A tie. She made me one of hard silk thread, string-thin, tight skein crocheted by hand, close-knit and strict as singhoned, all a-glitter like rain on fern, or emerald elms of fine ground jade, my thin green line for which I gratius augo in Latin quotes with gender change in subject and tense change in verb, nihil tejeth, quod non or not, and translate thus, to tie the knot, she puts a shine on all she puts her hand to. Love and thanks again to her. 3. A coat. We're not a mile off it, I heard him say, with an ought dragging and lengthening out the sound of that knot. For Mr. Simpson, though he worked in McGarrafelt, was from Antrim and Glottal and more of a Pict than a Celt. But an Ulsterman, an Ulsterman for sure, calling a spade a spade, and the door the door, and any child he was fitting with clothes the ween. My father poked his cattle dealer's cane into the coats on the coat racks for the only one that took his fancy. And when I had put it on, we're not a mile off it, Mr. Simpson said again, uneager and sure of the sale. And confidentially then, Ulster, you know, is the name for an overcoat. The Oxford English Dictionary even gives it Ulster. He paused, and then he mused. All over the world, good cloth and good wear, and the whole of your money's worth. I hear him still when I reach deep into the long, cold draft of the sleeve of some ulster I'm fitting on and wish my hand would come through and beyond all that deep, glottal purchase and worth like the virtual flight of the red hand of ulster beyond the beyond of its myth, back to its unbloodied cuff at its severed wrist, flexing its fingers again and combing the air, and a wild, post-Shakespearean steel of gallo-glass hair. This is kind of a bananas poem, if you'll permit it. It's, it's divided, of course, between the suit, the tie, and the coat. But if you look at this poem, it's really interesting because the first part, a suit, is divided into three stanzas. Three, you know, three stanzas, each with three lines, so nine total lines. A little bit of weight to it, just a little, a little bit of width, you know, Structurally, it looks like a suit, perhaps. And then part two, meanwhile, 
is long and narrow and it's got two just two words in each line and this it really speeds you up so visually it, it looks like a tie and then part three part three is what six stanzas four lines each there's a there's more there's even more weight to it than the first stanza in terms of what it looks like visually and you know it's the, it's the coat it's heavy duty you, you throw it on over the top this is a poem that mixes conversation negotiation description of this this gift which has uh multiple languages in it and it's got translations of that languages and parentheticals and it's a it's a complex poem especially visually and in trying to translate i mean no pun intended to translate uh, out loud for you as like uh, as something to be read out loud so i highly recommend you go look at this poem find it you can find it on poetry foundation or in good Heaney collection or something like that. Uh, but I did want to share it with you because it's, it's a pretty fun, weird poem worth, uh, worth spending some time with. So I'm going to try it one more time and hopefully I don't butcher it too much. So here is three piece by Seamus Heaney. One, a suit. I'll make you one, he said, and balance it perfectly on you. And I could almost feel the plumb line of the creased tweed hit my heel my shoulders like a spar or a riding scale under the jacket, my whole shape realigned in ways that suited me down to the ground. So although a suit was the last thing that I needed, I wore his words and told him that I'd take it and told myself it was going for a song. Two. A tie. She made me one of hard silk thread, string thin tight skein crocheted by hand, close-knit and strict as sing-haned, all a-glitter like rain on firm, emerald ems or fine ground jade, my thin green line for which I gratius augo in Latin quotes with gender change and subject and tense change and verb, nihil tegit quod non ornat, and translate thus to tie the knot, she puts a shine on all she puts her hand to, Love and thanks again to her. Three, a coat. We're not a mile off it, I heard him say, with an ot dragging and lengthening out the sound of that knot. For Mr. Simpson, though he worked in McGarrafelt, was from Antrim and Glottal and more of a Pict than a Celt. But an Ulsterman, an Ulsterman for sure, calling a spade a spade and the door the door, and any child he was fitting with clothes the ween, my father poked his cattle dealer's cane into the coats on the coat rack for the only one that took his fancy. And when I had put it on, we're not a mile off it, Mr. Simpson said again, uneager and sure of the sale. And then confidentially then, Ulster, you know, is the name for an overcoat. The Oxford English Dictionary even gives it. Ulster. He paused and he mused. All over the world, good cloth and good wear and the holes of your money's worth. I hear him still when I reach deep into the long, cold draft of the sleeve of some ulster I'm fitting on and wish my hand would come through and beyond all that deep, glottal purchase and worth, like the virtual flight of the red hand of ulster beyond, the, beyond of its myth, back to its unbloodied cuff at its unsevered wrist, flexing its fingers again and combing the air and a wild post-Shakespearean steel of gallow-glass hair. <laughs> this has been the Daily Poem. Happy birthday to Seamus Heaney. Post-production of this podcast is by Logan Green. I'm David Kern here at Goldberry Books in Concord, North Carolina. Thanks so much for listening and be back with another poem for you tomorrow. <laughs>